You um, sure you went to the eye doctor? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know why I had to get naked for my eyes. <laughs> you got to do what? Welcome to One More Podcast. We take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modinga. With me is Pablo Bracasso. What's up? You can call me Uishi. <laughs> As he's sipping on some Uishi that... Uh, hey, say it. Uishi. You said Uishi. It's, uh, what is it, in sherry barrels? It's on, on the front, I think it says what they put it in. It's a select thing from the party source down in Covington, Kentucky. Uishi whiskey. Picked it up on one of my... Uh, you gotta say it more with the, like, I'm gonna kill you voice. <laughs> Everything the Japanese more, more say, authoritative. it is like, Konnichiwa! <laughs> like, <laughs> you, the Simpsons, when they went to Japan, or when Homer ate the poisonous fish. You ever seen that one? No. They walk in the restaurant, they're like, Irishamasen! And they're like, oh my God, what? 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 Oh, they're just saying welcome. They're like, thank you! Yeah. It's so true. Sorry if I just blew everybody's ears out. That's the one where he eats the poisoned fish. Because the real sushi I, chef is uh, on, on his lunch break or something, so the <laughs> so the uh, the apprentice chef makes it, but he cuts the wrong piece. So Homer thinks he's gonna die. So he's spending like the rest of the day like trying to make up for all the stuff he hasn't done. Like he goes and <laughs> has does stuff with Bard. He reads the Bible. He does. Yeah, he's just going through all these things because he thinks he's got twenty four hours to live. Dude, but, but then he winds up not dying. So, dude, I love- sorry if I spoiled that for anyone. <laughs> I'll make sure I don't go back and watch it. The um. I love the Japanese culture, man. It, like, they're just, they can say hello, and it's just so ready to murder you. Like, put a sword and let's fight. <laughs> like, they just want to say, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I want to go back for a visit just for the food. Man. That's all I want. That's it? Take my wife for a, a week-long trip, and all we're going to do is eat. That's, yeah, eat and sleep. You That's said it. that last time, or a couple of times ago. You better start planning. Yeah, well, I'm thinking about doing it in a couple of years. Um, try to uh, plan on like a trip because I'll have to go to Australia in a few years and try to navigate that and figure since I'm on that side of the planet, might as well take advantage of it. Yeah. So, because that's a, I've never flown to Australia, but I've flown to Japan and I've got, I got used to that flight because it's, you flew from Chicago, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I was, Atlanta. Oh Atlanta shit, that's Chicago. even worse. I don't know which one. I can't remember. I always flew out either out of um, LAX or Seattle. So it's like, depending on what time of year it is, talking like 10, 11 hours, give or take. So it's not horrible because as long as you get yourself right, like you just go to bed as soon as you get on the jet. And then by the time, you know, you'll wake up from a nap. And then by the time you get over there, it's usually nighttime. So then you're kind of like back on cycle. But uh, it's like, it's usually the first day is not so bad. It's like the third or fourth day when it catches up to you. See, I was okay there on, when I came back. When you came back, crushed, you were jacked up. But we... When we flew, I didn't get up out of my seat at all. I didn't pee. I didn't move. Was that your first, like, continental flight? Transcontinental yeah. flight? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I got all sorts of movies and stuff and awesome yeah. food. But um, I didn't even get up at all. And <clears throat> Did you get, like, a, a urinary tract infection? No. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I got there, and it was, like, you know, 7 a.m. 48 hours yeah. later, no pee. It w- well, think about it. You're up, yeah. literally. A full day, and then you're up. Actually, two full days. You're up for like twenty hours if you if you didn't yeah if you didn't go to bed yeah you're it's like twenty hours or so, man. Yeah. Well, so there, and we first thing we go to the airport, and then we go to a place to eat, mm-hmm. and literally I'm up that whole day. Yeah. So literally up two straight days. Didn't even know it. When I came back, I was I fell asleep <laughs> in the restaurant. You're like a zombie. I was. <laughs> but yeah. So would you call me Pablo Bres- Broscapar? Pablo. Pa- <laughs> Pablo Broscapar. <laughs> Pablo Brocasso. Oh, okay. I'll be, I like the bro. What pa- I say? Pablo Broscapar. <laughs> I've given myself an name. AKA El, Ch- El Chapo. Yeah. Mm. Chapa, chapa, chapa. I don't think he was El Chapo. Whatever. Pablo Escobar. That was the, um, that was the guy that had the, the island that they were trying to have fire festival on. <laughs> we won't talk about that. Jenna, what's up? Nothing. What's up with you? Nothing. Chilling. Sweet. You want to go over our Patreons? Yeah, you got one J-O-B. Sweet, we added somebody Shoot. new. Actually, two people. Two new peoples? We got yep. two? Well, Monica. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, For- These two don't have sound, so they get my cha-ching. Or cha-ching. I thought he requested a sound. Who? Pretty sure. Who? Hold on. Hold Dude. up. 
doing your job. We. <laughs> okay, well, Monica Christian. Wow. Uh, he wants R2D2 sounds. Who who does? Or she, sorry, she. <laughs> this will be funny. I don't remember <laughs> what he even sounds she. like. R2D2? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Michaela. Braddock. So new new, pa- new yeah. Patreon? Yeah. Okay. Michaela is the fittest. Or wait. The fittest. Is it the vam- vampire? Fittest vampire. The fittest vampire? Mm-hmm. Yes. The fittest vampire on Instagram. Where's she from? Uh, Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Our first Slavic listener. Yes. <laughs> we were wondering where those downloads were coming from. <laughs> I didn't know vampires had... Wi-Fi had, had um, uh, iTunes accounts. I really don't know. Michaela, tell Sh- us where you're from. Yeah, shout out. Thanks a lot, Michaela, for uh, dialing. Yeah, how, for, how, how does she spell? Thanks her, for joining. How does she spell her, Michaela? M I C H A E L A. Okay. And you better have the R two D two sounds next time. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Lavana <laughs> Hollifield. No, no, she wanted the cuckoo bird. Steven Lip Tech. Shit. Pink Panther. Oh, yeah. She doesn't know it. She's making it up. So stupid. Adam Bowen. Here's your silence. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. He doesn't even want that. Well, but we got to give him something. So cha-ching. He gets a cha-ching. David Luke Grop. Is that your default now? Yeah. You, we asked her if she had these ready, Mo. Yes, we I don't remember. How do you expect me to remember? Like We remember. Um, Imagine if we got people. paid for something. Uh, okay. Meg Mayhem. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> we love you long time. Ryan Burgai. <laughs> Jerry Richardi. What? I don't know. No, he told no. me he wanted me to growl. He said he okay. was tired of my toy gun sounds. Yeah, well, well, well at least do it like. Yeah. Uh, Not a little. <laughs> Not fucking exorcist. It's it like demonic. Yeah. That doesn't like a tiger. That's the demon coming out of me. Um, Jamie Metcalf. I came in like a wrecking ball. That's pretty good. Gareth Crowther. Shit. Oh, ready? (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. This isn't working. My sounds are off. Did you eat today? It's been a minute. Okay. Brody Mays. <laughs> it's like a heart. Is it the Lone Ranger? Is I don't it? know, dude. She's re- she Michelle. Ridiculous. There you go. She remembers that. Yeah, one. I know. And last but, but not, not least, bring it home always. Rick Terry. <laughs> ding, ding, All right, so guys, well, Jenna's got to work on her sound effects. She really sucks. R two D two though. That I cannot wait till til she till she starts working on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So we're up to 101 reviews. Yep. Because I challenged everybody on our Instagram. I threatened people too, didn't I? Yeah. So I don't know which episode. It's basically I think I've done it a couple times. It's basically because of me and you. Guys, they really didn't do shit. I just offered you a prize. This is true. I uh, offered a prize on Instagram. But I threatened them too. Yeah, Mo, Mo doesn't know because he's not connected to the world anymore. <laughs> so Dusty Coden? Cowden? I was going to say Springfield. I'm not... Totally positive how to say his last name. He yeah. won a patch. He won a patch. Yeah, yeah. And I mailed it to him already. Awesome. Yeah, he was the 100th review. Yep. We're at 101. Where's we, he from? Do we? Do, was, that, was that the one you were you were tracking down? Yep. Where's he? Where's he from? I forget off the top of my head. Okay. But let me look. We were at 94, and I think we got to 101 because of me and you. And then I, I, <laughs> some of the reviews were pretty epic. Great show. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Steve lip tax was pretty cool. Yes, it was. I don't remember. Oh, I thought that was a sneeze coming. No. Yeah. 
Don't that, know. No? Can't find it. Okay. From Linda Blair over there? <laughs> Head spinning around. You didn't eat any pea soup today, did you? No. Okay, good. So, today's episode... EP 107? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 107. 107. Which is actually being brought to you the day before you're listening to it because Mo had a seizure. And I thought we had an extra episode somewhere. I think it's because I... We per- do. No, actually, we do. <laughs> and I'll be damned I, I, I if you... Tr- don't. I, I have to track it down. Dude, let's go. Like, no. no, I think... This weekend, it's got to happen. No. I'll, I'll dig it up. Please. Nope. I, I have to look at it because I, I don't know if that was one of the ones I lost when I had the hard drive issue. We can't, we can't make demands of them to, 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 to leave reviews and then, and then not and, deliver. And, and vote, they voted that they, they wanted it. What if Who I cares? redo it like, and, and pretend to be Jenna? No, we needed <laughs> her. You can almost remember word for word what she said. But you can't replicate her, like, her uncomfortableness. Her it was, oh my gosh, just like, oh my God, I can hear my voice. <laughs> yeah, Jenna, you got earphones on. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? <laughs> uh, Anyways, one oh seven. But this episode, yeah. Um, where'd this one come from? I put it in my phone a long time ago. Oh, really? Hmm? Oh, just one of the ones you. This, is, is this is this what, two o'clock in the morning or is this probably toilet or? No, I don't know. But driving. No, there's so much information on my phone. Like China's trying to steal it. <laughs> probably <laughs> North Koreans, man. I'm telling you, they are. So talk about this one. Um, well, <laughs> I think kind of where this is com- coming from is we'll, we'll kind of cover in the beginning, but was CrossFit really that important? You know, I think we, we spend a lot of time at the gym. We spend a lot of time with people inside the gym. And why do we do that? Is it really that important to us that we are spending this time? Is it out of, uh, we, we don't have anything else to do. Is mm-hmm. it out of necessity, but is it really that important to you? And I think that the stuff that kind of will cover is from the, the, you know, the shiny new toy to someone's been doing it for six, seven, eight years and the changes that can happen in between those two points. And, you know, I think <clears throat> we spend a lot more time here with our people than we actually do with our own family, like we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes we can we can get so wrapped up in other things that we may forget how actually important it is to us, and then we kind of push ourselves away then, from it. But you even mentioned this on your other show too. It, I can't remember which episode it was because you 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 uh, you talked about that, and I was like, let's make perfect fucking sense. I remember. But just the whole gist of it where you do spend more time with your gym family and your work family. Well, if you work, like some of us. I'm the only one that has the traditional nine to five job, damn it. <laughs> I sense no hate at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's very true because I remember uh, when I was in school, one of my teachers that I, you know, when you're in elementary school, like you have some teachers like you don't really care for, but I do remember some, like all of them. Like, yeah, I'm at, I can't okay. name one I loved, but I, I still remember her name, Mrs. Delgado. And she said it, that, um, we're your, we're your school family because you spend just as much time with us as you do with your own family. And I was like, oh shit. Is that Tono? Is it really? No, <laughs> <laughs> not, not Tono's. No, not related to Tono. Great but, um, yeah. And the same thing I think goes for with the gym and for work and, uh, to the point where some of us don't necessarily live close. Like for me, for instance, my family, my quote blood family lives in uh, Mexico. Like I see them a couple times a year, mm-hmm. you know, and hell, I mean, even just the time we spend together, I see you guys more than I see my parents. Right. You know, so <clears throat> even if you don't live with, even like you live by your parents, mm-hmm. but you still see everybody here. Yeah. I more mean, than you course, do see your parents. I'm a little different because I'm, I'm, supposed to be here every day but but even like jenna like you you well shit i guess she's a bad example too because you're all the time yeah she beats me here i don't even like okay for a typical athlete she's getting packages here that she don't even know she's got like she was amazon just showing up like i forgot was it one of those things where you order so many amazon orders and then like you get bonus i see fedex walk in i'm like i do get a lot of orders i "I didn't order anything what the hell i was like it's got to be dipshits over here 
I did so, actually del- have to delete the Amazon app off my phone because I was having a problem for a while. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Going no, back to the, but yeah, the good so point, though. Yeah, that's kind of where it came from. And but I, so I kind of wrote this up on the whiteboard today, and then as I started dissecting it, there's so much that came out of it, and hopefully we can cover it all in this amount of time. But there's a lot of information. I think that I hopefully people are going to relate to. So is CrossFit really that important? Um, you talk about the phases that we go through. So we talk about when we first discover CrossFit and then it's like fight club. We tell everybody about CrossFit, you know, to we, the point of where we're annoying everybody. Yeah. We, we, was it a, a CrossFit or a vegan and a Navy SEAL walk into a bar? How do you know? Because they told everybody, <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's one of those things when you first start, you're enamored. It's the honeymoon phase. You're excited. You're, you feel empowered. You know, you just have all this energy. It's like your new thing. And, um, I'd argue that when people stumble on it, it's probably a lot more impactful than like, if you started knitting or started right or started any other thing. Cause it's not, you can't even really call it a hobby because there's a lot of, it's a big lifestyle change. Yeah. There's a big, a lot of ad- adaptations you have to make to your lifestyle when you start to do this. You're more committed to CrossFit than you are knitting a hat. Yeah. I'd argue that's, that's probably correct. <laughs> Maybe there's competitive knitters. Out I'm there. sure there is. I know there is. There's com- my yeah. mother-in-law would probably argue. Yeah, <laughs> she can knit her ass off. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. No one's gonna your your mother-in-law's not going to show up. Like, oh my god, I'm knit, I'm a, like I knitted so great yesterday. I, I knitted so hard. I pr. I pr'd my knitting. I time. pr'd my socks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I made five pair instead of four. <laughs> so you started. Well, you were doing just traditional gym stuff. Mm-hmm. You what were you doing, Jenna? Uh, soccer, then yeah, I guess you would call it gym stuff. But I really didn't know what I was doing, so uh-huh. it's kind of just going through the motions. Yeah, I was doing like, like hit training, you know, circuit yeah. training. Yeah, and then this is like circuit training on crack. Um, <laughs> but I think that when you first start CrossFit, and I get people in here to start CrossFit, like, give me an example. We had some drop-ins from Mexico. And um, Eduardo and Francisco, and <clears throat> oh yeah, you've yeah you've talked about these guys. Eduardo the had been CrossFitting for a like while, a week. oh okay. for a while, okay. and Francisco had never CrossFitted before. He came in to the open. It was during the open. His very first CrossFit workout. He was supposed to do the open workout. Welcome, my friends. He had signed. He had si- <laughs> we have a little thing going on this week. <laughs> he had signed up and. Um, he was going to be in heat and he just got really too nervous to do it, but he came back all the next two weeks into mm-hmm. all of our CrossFit classes. He ended up signing up at his gym back in, in Mexico. Mexico, but he ordered he, all he, this he stuff. He ordered everything. Dude, he had all the gear ordered <laughs> here. He, he had it shipped here. <laughs> he come in like three days. Like he just had Christmas. <laughs> like he had the knee sleeves, the, the, the shoes, the, the lifter, and like the rogue, everything. And. And I love that, right? I love that. I love people that are getting excited because yeah. sometimes people, it takes them a long time to find something that they love. Like mm. they, they, they look forward to. And I love people that are like that. And to me, it's not annoying. I think it's really, really cool because you don't know how long this person has kind of been looking for that. For, I, for the thing. For the thing. They mm. feel, they okay, they feel part of something. They see them, they want to make a lifestyle change. This is a great way to do it. You can't find a better supportive community to do it if you have a solid gym. And they finally, are you yawning again on my stuff? Oh, Every time I get serious, you, Did you yawn. even hear that? Yeah. Oh. No, I just. I thought you guessed. flipped over and saw me yawning. But anyways, sorry, man. But because um, I know they still I didn't listen. I they could actually hear it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> good God, this is going to be one of those episodes, man. But I think it's really cool that people do that and feel a part of something. And they want, we talk about it because we're excited. Uh-huh. Right. It's like telling someone that something positive ha- happens in their life and they're excited about, Hey, just shut up. Like stop telling me about how excited you are. Stop about telling me about your new RV. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. Now there's a point of bragging where that would, that could be like, they could go off onto bragging. Yeah. Like when I got my car, I don't, I didn't really like to, t- I didn't, I don't know. I don't even like kind of talk about it. Cause I don't think people, I don't want anything, anybody to think anything like to me, it's just a car. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I built it and I love everything about mm-hmm. it, but it's not me sitting here like, oh, hey, look at my shit. Yeah. You know, it's not about that. It's 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 for me. That's it. It's mm-hmm. not for anybody else. So. <laughs> it's 
It's probably Jin and Yon you, you don't have pictures of you taking selfies, kneeling in front of it. <laughs> Throwing up gang signs. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like chrome in the bumpers and everything. <laughs> hey, Jenna, can I borrow your camera? <laughs> What's the F-stop on that? Uh, it's too slow. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So, <clears throat> What are some things, Jenna, you see like in that initial, that honeymoon phase? I mean, I definitely talked about it a lot when I first started. I guess just like from my experience but yeah even watching people come in um like mainly on social media they'll post a bunch of stuff about it or like how much fun they're having pictures of themselves because they've never felt like more confident being able to mm-hmm. hold a barbell with bumper plates on it or, or, like or thought about it everybody's every time that jenna will come in and take pictures of classes you can you always can tell who they get their very first profile picture yeah like they're finally happy with the image that Jenna takes, mm-hmm. and now it's a, it's an instant profile pic, <clears throat> which is very rare for Jenna. The only reason she gets hers picked at that point is because I'm training class. Because if I took them, then it'd be automatic picks by bro. But right, but yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, but I think another thing they do is cut, they check in a lot too. Like they want people to kind of see, hey, I'm part oh, of you social media type mm-hmm, stuff. Yeah. Like that. Yep. What's that? Uh, can't remember that app that used to where you checked in, you become the mayor. I don't know if that thing's still around. Uh, crap. I don't know. It, mu- it must not be around then. Yeah. Anyway, I'm pretty um, hip, so I would know. So then, next phase, I guess, would be the seasoned. Yeah, veteran. Veteran. Yeah. yeah. You know, four or five years, three, four, or five years, whatever, and beyond. So, and this is uh, one of the things you have written down here is. Um, when they don't show up, people kind of ask them like, where you been? And then uh, you hear the, I had housework or I was tired or had a long day. But the point you make is that those types of things existed before they started CrossFit or even when they were in that honeymoon phase. Right. So, but now they're not coming. But now they're not coming. Because of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's their excuse. Right. So I'm not, I'm not dissing it. Right. I'm not saying that <clears throat> you can't have things that pop up, but when you first start out CrossFit, all that stuff, your job still existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put on there like, you know, I got I had to mow the grass. Well, your grass doesn't stop growing. Like you always, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to always mow, but you always made time for CrossFit in the initial stages. It was a priority. It was definitely mm-hmm. a higher priority. And then <clears throat> later on, you're now saying the same things that the people you busted their balls about when that you, they said. <clears throat> when you yeah. and and now it's now it's more justified. Right. Because, oh, I've been doing CrossFit for a while, but that's the point. The honeymoon, when it wears off, Mm -hmm. that's when this is CrossFit really that important. I think it starts to, Mm. that's where it starts going into that route of, well, I got to mow the grass because it's going to rain. Well, I get that. But Mm -hmm. three years ago, you you had grass, Mm -hmm. right? You know, and and it was still raining. It was still raining. (laughs) Yep, you were. Yeah, I never heard we, you say that. We haven't changed our schedule right. for or, five years. Yeah, yeah. You, you got the same job, right? <laughs> same exact job. I hear you still talk about it, uh-huh. but before it was like, oh, it was work. Now it's it's not work. It's it's you just don't want to be here, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Just say that though. <laughs> like, hmm. I guess I never th- thought about that piece. I think when you you just get like comfortable, and then you're. I mean, I guess like we said, like your priorities change, life changes. We, like, I mean, we see not like specifically, but just in general, like when you have like you get in a relationship or you're building a family, like, you know, your life, you just go through phases, like chapters of life. And it's not as important. Is it that it's not that important or does something else just do, do your priorities shift? That's what I mean. Like, I think, I mean, it's not as important as something else at that time or I don't know. Hmm. So like when you get a new girlfriend or I'm, I'm, I don't mean to look at you as I, I say that, Jenna, but, <laughs> but, but like starting a new relationship or something. Yeah. You kind of get it's consumed with it. Just like CrossFit, it was new and fun in your life. So when you get into a relationship, it's something new and fun in your life. And then I don't know. I feel like that's like when people start to shift their priorities. It's like, absolutely. It, it sucks as, as an owner, it does suck. Cause it, I've seen it happen so many times. Right. And for me, it's, it's hard to not take stuff like that kind of personal. Cause I know if it, you give a shit, 
You know what I mean? Because it feels like, <laughs> yeah. okay, well, now that you got... If it's not me, it's you. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, <laughs> you're, you're on one hand, you're happy for people. On the other hand, you're like, well, damn, like, were they only coming because it was convenient for them at that time? And then it's kind of like, well, I, it's really, I really, it, I care, but I don't care. Right. But when you're, when you're, when you're tight knit with a lot of people, especially if you're talking three, four, five years, you've known people for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, man, what the hell? And, um, you know, it does suck. And cause you, you get, you build great relationships with people in here. And, uh, but yeah. Is it maybe just one of those things that becomes part of their normal? So it becomes easier to not pay as much attention to, like it's still there and you know, you can go back to it because it's there. It's never going to, yeah. It's not going to go away. Right. And it's not that you don't care, but you just, you don't, you you don't. Yeah. I mean, is, is that maybe part of the psychology? I I think, I think everybody's probably has their own reason. Uh Everybody's going to be different. We could ask a hundred people and you, you might get 50 different answers. Mm -hmm. I think for me, like whenever I got hurt, it was, and I was talking to um, Jenny Borden. I know Brody's talked to her about it a little bit too. But um, when we, she when she had an injury, it was like CrossFit was her life before. And then, you know, when she got injured, it was like she couldn't do that anymore. And she couldn't do the things that she used to be able to do. So then it was like, well, shit, like what do I do now? So it, it's almost like a grief thing a little bit too. Like, um, and it feels like it's like not as exciting kind of because it just sucks. Like you can't do what you used to do and then you have to like find other things to do. And I think that's important. I think we've talked about that before, but instead of like CrossFit only being your life, because Brody had said on here, like work-life balance kind Mm -hmm. of stuff um, to find that balance of like each thing instead of only focusing all of your energy into one thing, unless that's part of your goal. We understand Jenny Border too. You're going 100 miles an hour. They just missed going to CrossFit Games as a team by one spot at regionals that oh, year. Were they with um, Friendship? Friendship. Okay. Yeah. So she'd been a regional competitor. Shout out Friendship yeah, CrossFit. Three straight years, and then they <clears throat> they missed it by one spot here. It was actually in Columbus, mm-hmm. and um, this the last year was in Columbus, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so you go from that pinnacle to injury. And like you're going now, she can't even do any. And she does gymnastic clinics. You couldn't use it. I can definitely see that. But like I said, you're going to get probably 50 different answers. Everybody's going to have their own thing. But I think that's what it comes to is like they had the same 99% of the time, they had the same stuff going on mm-hmm. when they first started CrossFit and they never missed. Three years later, they got the same stuff going on. Now they miss. But speaking to that sport piece, a, a lot of, well, I, I kind of think of it a lot like MMA. Like when we first got, you and I first got into MMA, you had boxers, you had Kung Fu guys, you had Jiu-Jitsu guys, you had brawlers. And then fast forward 15, 20 years, now you have actually MMA practitioners. Mm -hmm. Like that's what they study is MMA. And, excuse me, a lot of these people in that kind of second, third wave, they were okay at a bunch of sports, but not really good enough to become a uh, highly competitive athlete enter mm-hmm. CrossFit and now you're all of a sudden you're really good at something and you have that competitive mentality and then you know you're two three years into it and all of a sudden you have an injury and then boom your thing that you were that, that was going to be your next thing is now yeah but we've talked now not we've talked about this in so many episodes training through injury get out of your own way like <clears throat> the world doesn't end because you were injured like that's just you kind of being Naive. But, for, but for some people, it could have been like if you were like one of those fringe athletes, you know, may, you know, maybe played some D1 sport of some sort, didn't have enough to get to the next level. But you found CrossFit in your like final heat regional athlete, you know, a couple mm-hmm. spots away from games and then something happens. And now that shit's taken away from you. But it's not. I think we'll, we'll keep talking about this, but it's mm-hmm. not taken away from you. It's, they didn't die. OK, they, they didn't get like both their legs blown off. And we even see if that's the case, you can still do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's more a mentality. Like we'll talk about what she said. We'll talk about the balance portion of this. And I think when you put so much percentage into CrossFit, then that's when you start suffering. So keeping that balance, um, life, CrossFit work. For some people in those early phases, it probably can be a bit of a challenge to do that. Talking about like when she's talking about our priority switch, 
but which is kind of exactly where I was going with it. Your CrossFit's still there, but you now you get something new, right? Something new that kind of is taking up some of your time. So it's in with, in with the new, out with the old. CrossFit, which used to be your biggest priority, instead of going like five days a week, you might be going twice a week, and now you're doing other things. It's like having the shiny new toy, <clears throat> and you know people tend to like the shiny new object uh, as a society. Um, no matter what CrossFit's kind of done for them. So when you say out with the old and with the new, like what do you, like whatever their, whatever their, their, their whatever their prior was. So in with the new, right? So whatever the new priority to them is, out with the old. Oh, which after would be, the CrossFit. After, yeah, after okay. the season thing, out with old would be CrossFit because mm-hmm. you've been doing it three or four years. Like you said, it's going to be there, um, but we're always attracted to the shiny new things as a society. Um, so what would be some of these new shiny objects then that you're talking about while they're, while they're transitioning from this beginner phase to this uh, season phase? Just anything? I mean, it literally could be anything. I don't, you could ask anybody. It's the, the priority, the priorities of CrossFit has changed, even though CrossFit hasn't changed because you're now investing your time in something different. Mm-hmm. Um, Whatever that thing is it's because you could be and it kind of filter or filters into it it could be they could be bored with it um how can you try to help dictate them not to get bored or tired of crossfit because if you do some, the same thing it's like a any a job mm-hmm. you get so tired and and yeah the human brain can only stand so much repetition before absolutely it just becomes no matter how much you love your job right you can only look at so many fucking so many gps reports <laughs> yeah right before I mean, you just like Okay, Go this, nuts. Is, this is stupid now. Yeah. Like, so I think that sometimes if you keep doing the same, actually, I was just talking to someone about this. They studied under, um, I forget his first name, but Hatch, off the Hatch cycle. They did. Oh, a, the training cycle. Yeah. This guy was coached by Hatch. Mm-hmm. Oh, like straight up. Straight up. Okay. He hated. But Wasn't he, like reading a book. No, no this guy was coached by Mr. Hatch. Mr. Hatch. He opened the gym, <laughs> but he never taught Olympic lifting because he hated he was so burnt out from it. He didn't do Olympic lifting in his gym and he was taught by Hatch. Wow. <laughs> so his members were getting pissed because they weren't teaching Olympic lifting. So they left. The way they, ex- that they were expecting that kind what, of training. You have Ber- yeah, Bergner or like <laughs> Bergner. Bergner. Bergner, like Paige Bergner. Yeah. Like, like owns your gym and all she's teaching you is preacher curls and skull crusher. <laughs> I'm just saying like you have, you have a precedence, right? And when they wouldn't budge on it because he's so burnt out from it, right? You get okay. the same thing. That's, as, that's fair. So I think that's kind of where I was going with it. And then how do, how do you how do you keep it fresh for people to keep them longer? It's it's one of the biggest struggles I have and to try to make sure So so what do you do? I mean cuz I mean, you know, constantly varied, you know, functional movements performed at high intensity across broad time modal domains. I mean, that's that would lead you to believe that things aren't the same. You know, cuz routine is the enemy. Absolutely. You know, as uh, Greg Glassman says, so hence, you know, your training shouldn't be that predictable. Should I mean, be, but look at CrossFit across the board. Like the people I've talked to, we've all talked to, they get bored with what they're doing. They're not getting, they're not gaining. They're not, they're not progressing. They see people flying past them. So then they start getting like, okay, I'm investing all this time now. But like we've said before, like if you're, if people are surpassing you, then the question I ask is like, well, how often are you here? But let's say they're, yeah. de- but they can be completely dedicated. So, right? so if they're that person that's all the way to the right, they're they're here an ample amount of time. They're doing things, extra work to try and help them progress to whatever goal X is, and they're just not progressing. I'll tell you straight up: if we <clears throat> if we if we didn't progress people here, and they and they weren't moving on, and they were in the same spot, we wouldn't have the retention rate we did. Or do mm-hmm. there's just, it's impossible because they're going to get bored. They're it's the, like you said it's in the human brain. We're going to get bored with it. Mm-hmm. I'm on the same band for the same movement for two years. Like mm-hmm. okay, this person beside me, they may have more athletic ability, but I'm not even taking a step to get to that. Or I see other people that aren't doing it. They they will get bored. They will leave. And a lot of gyms try to offer a boot camp or another outlet for them to go to in case they do get bored with it. Where my philosophy is like. Let's not make it boring. Let's try to keep everything 
to keep them engaged. That's from the programming, uh, talking about new different, doing different cycles actually work. Mm. Like don't keep repeating the same strength cycles over and over again. I've written multiple because I want to mix it up. We do different cycles and twist it up as, as much as possible while maintaining the end result, which is to get stronger. I don't just do a strength cycle, just keep people happy, but we can't just keep doing the same. If we did, if we did hat cycle every time we back and front squatted yeah. for six years, it would, they'd be like, okay, what's this stupid. But some of that probably is to do with the fact that you would get bored. Absolutely. And, and because you're the one doing the programming, you understand that you can't bored people leave. Mo, we already know that there's a lot of lazy ass CrossFit owners out there that won't invest that time into their gym or their members already. So you see right here, it's out of my control as an owner, sort of. So what do you, that's what I was just, we were just talking about that new different cycles. Oh, so keeping people for lack of a better term, entertained. Stimulated. Stimulated. I'm not here to entertain nobody. Like, I mean, entertainment from like the anti-boredom anti-routine. Absolutely. Why? I mean, yeah, I'm not here to like, it's like, applauding someone for something they've done bad. Like it's people may do that, but that's just not my fucking DNA. It never will be like, I'm here to stimulate people and get the best out of them. And I'm not going to change that just to, I'm not becoming a cheerleader just to keep members. Like, you know what I mean? That's not what we do here. You said gym events that don't motivate or I'm sorry, don't look like it says don't murder people. No, that doesn't include involve working out. Oh, you mean, okay. So just getting away, taking your hat off, going to do something fun, like actually fun. Right. Like a lot of gym functions are based around, well, let's get together, do a costume and work out. Like go work out some more. Like let's go work out outdoors. We already do that. (laughs) We already do that seven days a week. You know what I mean? I think trying to get people out of the the element of into the, of the working out into more of the social side. Oh, you're bored working out. Let's go work out some more somewhere. (laughs) Wearing costumes this time. Okay. That makes sense. But again, like you always say, that takes work though for someone to be willing to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And then constantly coaching every day. That's something you talk about routinely about actually coaching and not being a cheerleader. Well, it's, it's, it's even more than that. Like the fact is I can coach every day, but if I don't coach everybody every day, then the people I don't coach aren't going to be stimulated. Mm -hmm. If you don't stimulate someone, you're not going to keep, they're not going to be involved. It's just impossible. People come to our gym from other gyms because they're not stimulated. They're not pushed. They're not challenged in a proper way that's safe. And they can build something on top of that. Like the human brain wants to be stimulated across the board. Mm -hmm. So if you stop stimulating people and you're just sitting there and you just kind of run them through the damn, we just had a girl drop in. It was just, they, they, they bring them in. Okay. And they just push them through class and then that's it. She was bored as shit. Mm -hmm. Wish they could move from here back to here from where they live, you know, a few states away because she's never stimulated. Mm -hmm. She comes here and gets stimulated. It's it's a um, a script, like a routine. Yeah. Part A, part B, part C, part D. And she was was like, well, I'm embarrassed to even tell you how long I've been CrossFitting. Mm -hmm. So she's already like has a stigma in her mind that she's not good, right? And she's actually pretty solid. Mm -hmm. But she's not not used to what we do here and being stimulated and pushed and like getting out of the comfort zone and like really kind of pushing the edge of like her, her ability, mm-hmm. which she wants. She, she's not having, she doesn't have that at place X. It'd have been so easy. She walks in. If I didn't, if I was just going to go along with her personality of like, Oh, whatever, just kind of go along with it. You just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Cause she's a drop in, mm-hmm. right? Just whatever. She's only going to be here a few days. Just whatever. Just let her do whatever. And that's what happens. No, this is, this is our culture. When we come in, I'm going to push you. I'm going to try to stimulate you because that's just kind of what we do. And it's just second nature to us. And that's why our retention rate is so high because we don't let people get comfortable, right? Like why do we want them to not, why do we, why do we want them to get bored of CrossFit? Right? If you think about it from a business standpoint, that's stupid. You think about from a coaching standpoint, that's stupid because now if they're bored, they're not going to get most out of each and every training session. If they get bored, they're going to leave your gym, which is going to cost you revenue in the end. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a business first, right? 
And you have to be, because if you don't make money, the, the gym closes. If you, yeah, if people are, that's, that's a pretty direct correlation. If, if people aren't stimulated, they're going to leave. If people leave, you lose the gym. It's that simple, right? But and, then bringing it back to the fact that, you know, it's all about health. I think that's yeah. where we get lost, right? If I start, if you talk to someone, why three years later, tell me why you started CrossFit. Like why most people would say they started CrossFit? I would say you would get a lot of people that would that would um, comment on the fact that that made them feel good about themselves, whatever that is. Um, whether they uh, felt encouragement from the class, they felt that they were able to do a thing that they never thought they could do. Um, witnessing physical results, um, all of those things being tied into like positive reinforcement based off the hard work that they're doing. I did it because I didn't want to be fat anymore. Right. And I think once again, you're going to ask a hundred people, you get a hundred different answers. And I think a, some, something that you got to remind, I don't care if it's the highest, I, Jenna, I think what she can do is phenomenal. The way she can push her body is crazy. And I think it's something that's one small part of actual CrossFit. And I think the thing that may get lost to her because she's younger is the health side of it. She didn't want to do it because she didn't want to be fat anymore. Well, she's mm -hmm. not fat. Okay. So now what? So now what? Yeah. Okay. So I'm not fat. I have a lot of muscle. I'm strong. Now, now what? Right. It's still for health. We have to remind people that overall this is for health. And I don't care if you do CrossFit the rest of your life or not. I don't care. Your, her mindset, she'll never be fat again in her life. It's just impossible. She will never go back down that route. And she's going to have the knowledge and the brain power and the ability to know like, hey, this is not acceptable from everything she, she's learned. And I don't care what type of fitness she does. She'll never go back down that rabbit hole again, right? So her mind's completely switched. And I think that's what's important is you pull people in here at a younger age. Yeah, they're really not thinking about their health right now. They want to look good. They yeah, want to, young people are invincible. Or then you then you go on to the 55-plus side. They're like, oh, shit, I need this for my health. Like, I need to get my cholesterol. I need to get my numbers down. I need to keep my body fat down. I need to get my heart as strong as possible, right? Because if I have to have a surgery when I'm freaking older, you want to be as healthy as possible, right? Because you'll end up dying from having surgery or not be able to have surgery because you're so weak. Because you're a risk. You're a risk. And... Who wants to go on to have a surgery that's going to potentially save your life to potentially die because you didn't take care of your body when you should have? Yeah, I didn't even really think about that because, like, you, I mean, I think it's like a learning thing, too, as you go along just with nutrition. I've, obviously, nutrition and working out go hand in hand, but that's definitely not something that you I, I thought about when I was younger starting. I mean, I think I started when I was, like, 19 or 20. 19, I think. Anyways. Well, um, even now, you probably don't, you're not like, oh, I need I don't, I'm not like, oh, I need to get up to chase my grandkids around or something mm -hmm. like that. It's not like that, but still I understand now like that I am choosing a healthier lifestyle versus somebody waiting till I get older and knowing that I wouldn't wait or reverse what I've done to get into that. Let's talk about her huge impact that's ha that's ha that she's going to, or that she's already had on someone that's her brother. She knows that what nutrition and how important it is. And she talked about this, I don't know, episode. The again, last one, I think. Was it the last one? About what he was eating for breakfast and, and overall, like if she didn't engross herself into the fitness side, she can't break that chain. Like her parents are clueless on what, what macros are or even how it fuels your body. Most people are, right? But she's able to do that to help her brother, right? She uh, she said most people with Downs have are overweight. Yeah, I mean, there um, there's so many different things that go into like having Down syndrome, whether it's like leukemia. I mean, um, some kids, oh, actually there's like a high percentage of kids that have Down syndrome also, um, have like other there's comorbidities yeah yeah and um but one of the biggest things was like that i learned was um like eating more fat like a higher fat diet just to like get your brain 
yeah, functioning like it, yeah. and going, um, which I definitely wouldn't have ever thought about or known probably. So she's paying, doing this. she's paying benefit to other people now, but she'll, all, she'll be instilled the rest of her life, right? She'll, she'll know what she should do and she shouldn't do. And if she ever does trip up and gain weight, she'll know how to get rid of it. She's not going to be someone who gains weight, doesn't have the knowledge or, you know, power to push through that and change it. She, she'll have that the rest of her life. So I think that's, people often forget about how CrossFit is still about health. I'm not talking about the old dudes picking up the damn uh, gas cans full of water, like CrossFit.com. The 20 gallon uh, antifreeze tanks no, that's not in what the living room. No, that's not what this is about. And honestly, too, because I think I've told you guys this before, but like even some of my... I don't want to talk shit about my clients. I'm not, but I'm just saying that sometimes it's like um, they have trouble like getting up or getting in certain positions and, you know, they're still like pretty young. So it doesn't really just like affect an older person trying to get up off the damn floor. No, it's you're literally everybody. You're absolutely right. I, for you to not be able to sit down and get up is a problem. Yeah. Easily. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Um, life CrossFit work. Yeah, um, so the balance. Yeah, the balance piece. What do you think about this? I mean, it is all a balance. It's all like trying to juggle, keeping things, uh, keeping things even let's as talk best about, you can. Let's talk about you right now, right? So you came from the military, retired. You had everything kind of in balance, right? <laughs> no. In, in the military? <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, you seem, well, you were a different person. So <laughs> I'm saying when you were in the military- you, you weren't, you didn't come in stressed or you weren't like bogged down. Like you're in more of a routine, I think. Yeah. You're yeah, the military, it's, it, you get routine and because of the position I was in. And I've mentioned this before is like, if I didn't do my work, it didn't get done. And that was fine because no one else was relying. Well, like they people were affected were by it. Yeah. Another really? pe- other people weren't affected if I didn't get something done. Yeah. Um, now granted, I'm not going to let someone's, you know, promotion paperwork not get advanced or but there were certain things that I could that I knew only would impact me that I could sort of shove off to the side and take care of those things when those things needed taken care of well that's what I'm saying you were more in balance when you were in well I had more control I guess is probably a better way of control is balance in my opinion right you you said that I can if it's split evenly 33 percent across the board Mm -hmm. I can give this 40 percent and take away that mm-hmm. percentage pretty easily, right? Mm-hmm. And I take 7% from here like you did, push those off to the side because you know that's okay. Mm-hmm. When you can control that and you can maintain a proper balance, it affects who you are, right? Now mm-hmm. you're into the- I'm we, into we, the we, customer we, service world. Well, yeah. we heard earlier in the thing, like you were being sarcastic, but like you're in that nine to five spot now. I am, yeah, and, literally. And, and you don't have that flexibility and freedom <laughs> as you used to. <laughs> no. And how's that affected you? It's, it's different because it's not my, my job is not even nine to five. It's just like whenever customers need me <laughs> well, and, you, and, and, and I have customers overseas. literally all over the planet. Right. So that part, I, I can kind of mitigate that to a certain extent uh, by saying, Hey, you know, can, you know, we talk at this time cause I have this meeting here and I got to talk to this other client there. So I have control in that aspect, but when it comes to um, everything that I touch, impacts other people. So I don't have that small pile that yeah. only, that only fucks with Mo anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because I'm very um, conscientious about what I'm doing for my customer, just like you are for yeah. your athletes, I don't have as much ability to shift slices of the pie as I once did. Yeah. Cause you don't want to help this person to screw that person. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I can't do that. You can't. And, and well, I, it's not, it's not in your, like, it's, it's not my best interest to do that. Or it's not in your DNA. Well, that We've talked too. about because you're a leadership leadership position. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice my stuff, yeah, for, for everybody, everybody else. else, and that's completely okay. I mean, that's what I feel like I should do. But but in this new this new life, like you said, I can't screw one customer to benefit another customer. Yeah, and I and for me personally, I can't have it on my conscience where if I just go screw off and not do anything for anybody, that that's okay. I I just can't do that. Excuse me. Ooh. Sorry, guys. New iPhone. This whole facial thing is messing me up. 
Um, I thought something was wrong with your eyes. No, it's the face thing. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I'm trying to talk and you're sitting here like staring into my phone. I'm like, is he, I literally thought you were drunk. I was like, is he already drunk? But I haven't heard the giggle. So no, not yet. Um, so when things are out of balance, this is when people will start questioning if CrossFit is really that important. Does that make sense? Yeah. To me, no, because health is always important. But, okay. How much would you, this girl I know that she. Um, She's fired up. You know, she came straight. She came hard at this one. Mm-hmm. Well, because how much, <laughs> how much do you invest in yourself and your health? I know I don't at all. Like literally, I will sacrifice anything over having like health insurance, for instance, or getting my hair done or just like just things like for myself that would make I know like health is not really like getting your hair done, but just like things like that, like how much money and how much is too much to spend on yourself for that. Whereas like we'll spend like like comfort items, you mean? No, just like health in general, like getting a hormonal test done or going to the doctor or getting a nutrition coach or getting a gym membership. Like how much, how much is too much? Like people say CrossFit's expensive, but like you're not willing to spend like this much on your health and your fitness versus like a $500 Apple watch. I think you should reward that. I think (laughs) I know what you're saying, but you came at it completely weird. I I think some people will, they don't look at fitness as an investment in their health they look at it as an expense and to me it's not an expense because i'm fighting off me having to be on blood pressure medication which i will at some point just because i'm genetically geared towards that but i'm trying to push that as far to, to the right as possible um so paying whatever number of dollars for uh for a gym membership or buying weights or buying cleaner food or, you know, protein or whatever, that's, I don't look at that as an expense. I look at that as an investment. For you. For me. But how many know, people. Don't do that. Don't, yeah. And that's like an accessory. You're, you're trying to say, I believe people won't hesitate to f- buy a $500 item. Yeah. Right? That, or, that, that is not going to benefit them in the long run. It's no. more of a. A vanity uh, purchase. Yes. And instead they'll say, well, CrossFit's too expensive. Right, but they're over here dropping five hundred. But you're wearing a thousand dollar pair of shoes, right? A five hundred dollar watch, and you you don't yeah. know why they would invest in a five hundred dollar item than bitch about their health. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And so I totally agree. Agree with that. People get that all the time. Like, now I mean, inquiries I get on cost. Like, I get it. Like, if you want to price things, but well, what screws that up is people see the Globo gyms and you pay yeah. what twenty bucks a month or something. Yeah, but what do you get? Well, and, and that's and what and that's what they don't understand. Yeah. They all they see is well, I can go to this gym and pay twenty dollars a month. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. But what do you get with that? A slice of pizza on Friday and a towel. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like there's a reason. Stuff. I mean, obviously, especially being a business owner, like you understand the difference between like what's worth money and why something is priced higher because it's. But better those, quality. But those places, and they'll tell you as a business, they 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 get people to sign up, hoping that they never show up. Yeah. Absolutely. If yeah. everybody showed up at their businesses, they would. They, they, they no would have could, enough room. No, yeah, no, no one, one could, could move. Work out. Yeah, that's, that's just, terrible to try to cancel your membership. <laughs> I've heard stories. How <laughs> that happen? Oh my goodness, I've heard stories. Right, about Frank's going to be buying. He's going to chop off your arm. That's no, your payment. But I've heard people tell stories about like nationwide franchises where, especially in the military, like you belong to whatever. Globo Gym X. Yeah. And they like PCS and there's no Globo Gym X there. So, like, oh, well, I need to cancel my membership. Oh, well, you go need to go back to the gym yeah. where you started your membership. Like, yeah. it's in another fucking country. Yeah. You know, I can't go, I, I can't just get in my car and go drive to El Paso. <laughs> I think I had to go you know? to my bank and be like, look. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they get that a lot. So, balance. I think when I, when I see balance, this is where I see the biggest issue happen where people start, uh, question is CrossFit really that important and they can have a lot going on at home. So out of that percentage, they're spending a lot of percentage at home. Well, Jenna, if you don't work out for six days, are you like the happiest person? No. Okay. And most people are like that, right? They, they need that because what other thing do you do to release stress? Nothing. So <laughs> if, if, and, and it's, it's, it's funny, but it's not right. If you don't have another hobby or another thing to release stress outside of cross or outside of CrossFit, and that's the one thing that you're doing less of, and you're spending more time away here or your job, you're definitely 
now you're like, man, you become ex- extremely unhappy. And I see people actually start pushing CrossFit away because now they're pissed. Like, I'm so mad that what's going on here, screw CrossFit. I don't need it. Like, I'm done with it. Like, and then you start getting into what she was talking about. Now you don't go for two weeks. Now you know when you come back, you know what's waiting you. It, it's going to suck. It's mm-hmm. going to hurt. And like you almost. That barbell gets really heavy when you've been away for a while. I've always said it's harder to restart CrossFit than to start CrossFit. Yeah, because you know that it's going to suck balls. You already know it's anticipating. And then you said the ones who question it are the most dedicated ones. So yeah. So is that important? I mean, like, yeah, being having for me, whether it's CrossFit or whatever sort of fitness regimen, it's all about my invest investment in my health, my long term health. So whatever it is, it's going to be important to me. I, it's just that that's a given. You know, if it's between me renewing my Spotify membership or my or my gym whatever membership, yeah, I'm gonna give up the Spotify. Mm-hmm. I got plenty of mixtapes. <laughs> my point is, someone who's in their one to two year, they're not questioning is CrossFit worth it. The people who are questioning it's worth it are the ones who've been doing it the longest, mm. without a doubt. Because like you said, I think it it's there. They think it's always going to be there. Oh, it becomes routine. Or it just becomes part got, of their, it's part of their normal. And I think then the further, the longer you are away from it, you kind of, you try to fill it with some certain holes and it just isn't, it's not the same, but you kind of accept it. And it's just, it's, it's almost like you're trying to disconnect from it to spend so much other time at this other stuff. Well, you're spending so much time in these other parts in your life, but they're making you unhappy, right? So you've taken away the one thing you can de-stress about and you're getting into other stuff that's already in a stressful situation. So it's like, like you said, it's a customer thing. They're really taken from one to put in the other, mm-hmm. but the end result, they're unhappy. And that's if they put too much in the CrossFit, then their home life and their work life could really suffer. Now they're unhappy here. Like they can't come in here and focus. They can't come in here and hit a workout because they're, whatever is going on outside of the gym is affecting it, mm-hmm. right? So it doesn't matter if, you put all your time in the CrossFit, which I really warn people who want to take this on the competitive side. Like if you put too much into this, there's a price to pay. The price to pay is you're going to be unhappy somewhere else. And then when you come in to train, instead of hitting it a hundred percent, when you're at a hundred percent, you're going to hit 70%. You're not injured. Now you're wasting training days. Now you got to ask yourself, is this really worth it? Mm-hmm. Is CrossFit worth the sacrifice and stuff at home? And I truly, this is just, it's one of those things that will really eat at you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I put, I put on the very end, like things that I thought like, um, so is CrossFit that important? Do you like what it's done for you? Okay. I think you should ask yourself these questions. Do you like how it makes you feel? Do you like how it's changed your, your body, your body and mind? Do you still enjoy coming in and seeing everybody? I think if you answer those questions, then that will answer the question, is CrossFit really worth it? Or is CrossFit um, really that important? If you can answer those questions that, yes, I like what it's done to my mind and body. Yes, I like what it's done to my body. Yes, I still enjoy coming in and seeing everybody. I really think that if you can answer those questions, yes or no, that's going to answer, like, is CrossFit really that important to you? Because... Where it is in your value stream. Yeah. yeah, because you could be down and out, right? But if you still enjoy everybody here, right, at your gym, if you still enjoy how it makes you feel, right? Because if she doesn't work out for seven days, how do you feel? Like poop. A lot of people think that they're, they're going to gain all this weight. They're going to get fat. They're going to come back and suck and lose everything they've gained the last six years. They're going to lose it in a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Do you ever feel that way? On that vacation, you're going to lose all your gains. Uh, I might have, I might have felt that way at first, but now that I have actually like taken time off before, (laughs) I feel my body does feel worse, honestly, just from like taking time off, but it's mainly from just like laying around and not getting blood moving and like that. Being sedentary. Yeah. 
Yeah, right? it just like, like your body I feel like my body like, doesn't like it anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, bro, hey. <laughs> yeah, hey. get up and yeah. move. Do something. No, I think if you answer those and if you're truthful about it, you'll kind of see, is it really that important? If you're not focusing a lot in CrossFit and you can answer yes across the board, then maybe you should look at what percentage you're put in your life in these certain things and be like, yeah, not that home life is important, that not that work's not important, but if CrossFit is that important to you, right, and you don't invest in it, you're you're going to be miserable. You're going to be upset. You're going to be miserable with how you feel, how you look. You're not going to be able, you don't have a stress relief, right? Maybe it is important, right? Maybe you do need it. A lot of people didn't start it thinking they're, oh, I need CrossFit. I need the community. I need that. They start because it's, it's something new. They've been doing the glow, global gym. This is a shiny new thing. They come in and like, holy shit, people talk to me. I can't <laughs> believe it. The music, they can drop barbells. Oh my God, dude, that girl is stronger than me and that's bull crap, but I want to be like her, right? <laughs> like I want to do what they're doing, right? You have, it's that shiny new thing that then, okay. Then they see the culture, the community, like the, the stuff you can't see until you're part of it. Mm. But then as you get deeper into it, you already know you have it, but is it still important to you? Are the people here still important? Are you still feel great about it? Like, if you don't, then maybe maybe you are investing too much into it and you've invested too much into it and it's really not that important to you. And maybe you should look elsewhere. Like, that's just the reality. But whatever you do, stay healthy, guys. Absolutely. I don't because, care about sumo wrestling. Because uh, healthy people are generally more useful and harder to kill. 100%. And they're happier. <laughs> Jenna, got anything else? Nope. I can't wait to hear R2-D2. <laughs> I'm still thinking about that. <laughs> All right. That brings this week's episode to close. I'm knowing I'm out. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. The only things that bother me about the optometrist are the glaucoma test, where they hit shoot the oh, yeah, air like in your eye, and then the um, when you have to get your eyes dilated. I haven't had that one, but yeah, you talk about like the most an- anticipation you ever have. Don't blink. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Oh shit! <laughs> Fuck you! I do my other eye. <laughs> like <laughs> you're like okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you blinked. You have to do it over again. Like, Fuck. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> They're like you blinked.